0: Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo.
1: I'm John. I'm Captain Izzy.
0: <laughs> Welcome to episode 266, folks. Today we're going to be talking about some changes that are coming to More Than Dice. Um, and it's for the better, by the way. And yes. we're also going to be talking about when it's okay to say no in your RPG campaign. We always talk about you always try to say yes, but there are times when you just have to go No. Um, and if you don't know what kind of brought this about, I did post an article or a post that someone did on Reddit about what their DM did to them, which is a pretty fucked up thing. And uh it kind of brought this to mind when there's a the time to say no. Um so if you haven't seen it, make sure to join the Discord. I think it's in the RPG channel as where I posted that. Um and it was it was pretty I, I read that and I was like, That person's a dick. Uh, so, before we get to all the cool stuff going on, let's go ahead and get all of our business out of the way. We want to thank Muse on Minis for uh, being awesome and hosting our channel. Uh, make sure you go check them out and check out all their cool products they got going on. Uh, we want to thank uh, uh, Parabellum War Games for uh, making a really cool Conquest game. Uh, they're going to make an appearance at Warfare Weekend, by the way. Uh, they got a couple events going on. Uh, plus, they have a bunch of new Wadroon uh, dinosaur writing uh miniatures going on and they're amazing like there's a stegodon uh, uh cavalry models. I literally
1: uh, want these just for the dinos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh we want to thank Turbo Dork of course for doing all their color excuse me, turbo shifting paints. Um you can check them out. We will be doing a giveaway next week for them. Um oh yeah. Um Captain BZ's already getting ready with the links, I can tell. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> they got a bunch of new dino writing stuff and everything uh Turbo dorks going of course they're going to be at uh gen con bringing some new stuff up so make sure you go check them out and we'll be giving away a 50 dollars gift certificate next week so make sure that you're in the channel because you have to be in the chat to do it uh we want to thank midnight heroes of course there is awesome stuff for midnight heroes all the good chibi stuff and there'll be a special announcement from them pretty soon Um, about what they're going to be doing at uh, Warfare Weekend. So keep an eye on that, and you'll want to jump in on that. Uh, And then we also want to thank Creature Caster uh, for being a sponsor of the channel. Not only do they make awesome miniatures um, of varying size, shapes, and demon-esque type stuff, but they're also the people that are working on Judgment and the Cephalopod uh, paint line, which uh, it's actually been pretty good. Um, But make sure you keep an eye on that. Um, I think I got everybody this time without taking seventy-five hours to do it. Cephalopod line? Do you mean cuttlefish colors or cuttlefish colors? I don't know why I said cephalopod. I mean, well, it's cephalopod that's a good studios. Name. That's it's cephalopod studios, but cuttlefish colors. Yeah. It's cephalopod studio, cuttlefish colors. Um, and they got some new, a new, a couple of new colors, or I think it's like eight new colors and stuff coming out pretty soon. Um, and then um we do have a couple of shout outs this week um we had what tony bennett was last week um you know just i mean it's tony bennett come on you can't can't go wrong um but he was like 90 something wasn't he yeah
2: he was uh math
0: says 1926 yeah so he has been around uh, also, by the way, I know people are starting to look at the, all the cool Wadroon models and the writers <laughs> and everything. Uh, yeah. If you do that, make sure you check out our link because you can get a discount on those models. Uh, oh. Although some of them are pre-order or most of them are pre-order, but there are some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just make sure you check our link first because you'll get like 10% off. Um the other one, it was kind of a shocker because it actually came up to me because I've been doing a, you know, rehash of my childhood or my, my teenage years in movies, and uh, Sinead O'Connor passed away. Yeah. Um, for people that know, I remember exactly the day that she became famous and. Uh, I would actually dare say infamous. Yeah, you could go there too for certain people. Yeah. For the majority of the people, unfortunately. Yeah. For her tearing up of uh, the Pope's picture, uh, which we was protesting the church's cover-up of child abuse from priests. Uh, yep. which, is, which is, now people are like, oh, you know. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. Yeah. Uh, type thing. Um, but, I mean, I went back and started listening to her music because I was, of course, reminiscing about my childhood. And, of course, you know, Nothing Compares to You was, like, the big hit, which is... Y- a Prince song?
2: A Prince, a Prince song, but yeah. she did a great job. Oh, yeah. I like her job. version better than so the Prince song.
0: Yeah. I think Prince did, too. I think
2: it's actually been on record of some saying that. Yeah.
0: I mean, I like her version better than Prince's yeah. version. Yeah, but... yeah
2: she, she ostracized herself by doing that, but a lot of people rallied around her. There's a yeah. the one going around of Chris Christopherson, who is not the kind of person you'd expect to lend support, but he lended support and was, you know, on her side with that, which is great. You get to see who... Who the good people are then right
0: yeah and she did she did a lot of stuff she was a very big feminist very big Mm -hmm. uh activist um helped out a lot of people did a lot of things i I like a lot of her songs there's like four or five songs that are like my top favorite of hers and Mm -hmm. uh on the day she passed away i on my way home i put every one of her songs on play and i listened to it for the rest of the day and i'm like oh man i remember this song oh yeah yeah type thing so in
2: addition speaking of childhood uh Akure, who was the co-founder of of Tatsunoko Productions, who did Gatchaman or Battle of the Planets and Speed Racer and uh, Macross back in the day, Robotech for those of us in the U.S., uh, (laughs) passed at 83 uh, this past week as well. So, I mean, it doesn't seem like much, but, I mean, that's all groundbreaking shit there. Oh, yeah. Like, that is literally paving the way for anime in the U.S., oh yeah and it was a big deal because that was a hell of a studio and he 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 wasn't sure people were going to be about it but they were so I
0: was you know another another one going um so let's get to some really good business Captain, me see what are you drinking
1: uh strawberry kiwi water
0: right. okay john you, what's on the menu
2: I actually also have some kiwi strawberry water on tap if I get that far.
0: <laughs> um, but I'm
2: going to start off with a little bit of uh, Maker's Mark for you. Oh, sweet. Thank you. And then I have a um, uh, Red Stag uh, cherry whiskey drink with uh, cherry Coke That's as nice. my main. And I got done with my blood orange vodka drink earlier.
0: Um, still drinking water? water. I technically... Yes. And, uh, if I want to, I can start drinking some alcohol if I want to, uh, but I was just drinking some water today. Uh, there's been um, nothing big to report on the health issues for people that have asked or come in. I'm just waiting for appointments. Uh, no big deal. I'm, I feel fine. No, nothing going on, uh, but, you know, we got testing to do type stuff, but I'm still drinking water.
2: It's weird how the color changes when you wave your hand around.
0: Oh yeah, it's that. It's it mutes the... all the
2: colors, and then
0: yeah. <laughs> after you get done, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, the
2: they're back again. It's just interesting. I just I
0: noticed it. Yeah, it's the camera doing the color correction. Yeah, um, yeah. Guys, as usual, um if you see something, say something. If you can do something, do something. And if you can't find someone that will, I'll all up. Us... If
2: you hear something say something. Yeah, that too. Don't
0: let those people yeah. say their nasty shit or abuse people or,
2: or bully people. Fucking jump in there or find your local introduction person and have them jump in.
0: Correct. Hey, Benion. So guys, please take care of yourself. Take care of others and we love you. Cheers. 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 High quality H2O straight from the fridge and filtered. I'll be honest. Maker's Mark's not my favorite whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell them that
2: in your face. <laughs> it's fine. Like, price, it's fine. Oh, yeah. But I like a little
0: smoother whiskey. Smoother? What's another smoother whiskey that you like? Um, And most of the,
2: the Japanese ones I've tried are a lot smoother. Yeah. You know, but I don't get to the place to buy those too often. And I saw this on a whim, so. Number like good enough for Gonzo, good enough for me at that price.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's actually I mean it, it's a it's a good price whiskey and it's, it's easy to find. Perfectly fine for its price. Yep.
2: It's a it's a make you remember you're alive alcohol. Yep.
0: I, I enjoy it for <laughs> sipping. I don't do it for shots. So that's how I am with it. Um guys, we have some announcements to coming out. Um we'll be y'all are gonna be the first ones to hear it if you're listening on the podcast. You're watching us right now, but we will make make a post about it on Monday. Uh, for our bigger fan base uh, because we have a lot more people that follow us there and listen to us. Um, But there are going to be changes coming from More Than Dice. Um, We are actually going to be doing a rebranding of our logo, a rebranding of all of our stuff going on. We are redoing our Patreon and we are adding new things to our Patreon. Um, And we are adding a new co-host. Uh, while well, we appreciate captain mizzy captain mizzy is just wants to be here whenever she's needed and not all the time uh, and is going to go back to being the moderator captain in the chat. of the chat captain yes. of the chat
1: <laughs> give me my cannons back
0: yeah <laughs> um
2: can we change the moderator icon to a cannon rather than a sword I feel yes like more apropos
0: <laughs> so um but we are doing, like, we actually have someone that is uh, rebranding our stuff, and we're going to do some, um, peop- so we're going to have some new, um, you know, icons done, more things in there. Uh, so, if anybody has done emotes, and you would like to send them an hour away, we're still taking um, bids on emotes. Um, actually,
1: I have somebody um, that you should contact. Um,
0: so they just- stream is
1: only flaps, so... Oh, I'll have to remember to send that to you
0: later yeah um so we have we have a bunch of um people that we're doing but I've got one person that is working on a rebranding our logo um and so that got me going uh if you have somebody send them to me in discord you know whatever get you know have them get a contact us anyway yeah, you know make'
2: use discord more,
0: yeah, force me to use discord more, but I do have my <laughs> discord set that um you know only friends oh, can contact me
2: chicken. oh i'm about to say like i have a discord oh, said, don't Irish expect <laughs> me to see your shit until i like actually go on discord it doesn't push to my phone or anything i ain't yeah. crazy so. or could it call center i can't have that shit <laughs> but i mute
0: these two sometimes in fucking uh
2: facebook messenger just so i can get some peace and work
0: um but we are we are changing up the emotes we're rebranding our logo uh, gonna be putting new stuff up. Uh, Captain Mizzy is gonna go back to being in the chat. Uh, what else? We our Patreon is changing up. Um, we're still only gonna charge you for four episodes, no matter what we put on there, because that's just how it is. We're not gonna we're not gonna push it anymore. Uh, we are looking to we are gonna we have a coffee donation place also, uh, and you can also do tips through mm-hmm. you know Streamlabs type thing. Uh, or just straight through Twitch, but if you want to do that. Also, if you are a subscriber on Twitch, Patreon, Coffee, whatever, you will get access to special stuff in our Discord. Uh, nothing too huge, but just enough, you know, to give you a little mm-hmm. extra bonus. Uh, also, we have a new episode coming out that is going to be strictly for our Patreons only. Um, or subscribers or, uh, anybody that has a subscription to our many of things, it'll be for yes. our subscribers. Uh, we just don't yeah, want to say so it strictly. whether it
2: be, you know, I don't know if we have discord subscribers, but if we get discord subscribers, discord subscribers, uh, Twitch subscribers, patrons, whatever.
0: Yeah. If you're a subscriber somewhere, you'll have access to all of the subscribers area. Uh, we just say patron cause that's the easier way to get through. Um, but, um, We will be having a new co-host that will be filling the third spot. Um, This person has agreed. And this person is actually going to be streaming on our channel on Fridays?
1: Fridays
0: Fridays, at at 3. 3 Central. 3 Central. Central. For all of those who are listening.
1: For everybody Uh, not in John's time. (laughs) For
0: everyone who's in in a proper time zone. In a bad time zone. Um, I will be doing streaming on Thursday, but it's going to be more of me just doing whatever the hell I want. It could be video games, which this Thursday I will be doing Baldur's Gate 3, starting it from scratch. So come and help me figure out my character. It'll be at 7 Central. Um, I am going to be playing a Elven Bard, whether people like it or not, or something of Bard way. But we're going to start it from scratch. You can help me out and play that. Uh, the other person will be doing something on... Uh, Friday at three, and it could be anything from painting minis to doing whatever. Um,
1: <laughs> it is not Missy, Missy in a wig. wig. <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: not going to be Missy on the wig in a wig. Uh, Missy has told no, us. No, going to
2: wear a John wig, and John's going to wear a different wig. Yeah, he's going to wear yeah. a
0: blue, blue-haired wig.
2: It's going to be glorious. People at work on me to shit dye my hair blue.
0: Um, <clears throat> but just to let you know, the new uh, co-host we have is going to be Nerd from NerdHala. She has graciously accepted the spot and will be hanging out with us um, every weekend. Um, she's still going to be doing her nerdhalla stuff, uh, but she has uh, agreed to be our third co-host. We had a good time with her when she was on here, and yes. she's going to be hanging out with us and doing stuff, but she is also uh, going to be uh, doing her own streaming on our channel and doing whatever she can we got us got her set up she is actually going to be set up on all of our things so she has access uh to our channel um but it will be we are we will have uh, well we will have to change up the channel stuff and everything and it's not that we're you know i know People aren't say this, but I have to say it for myself. We're not removing Kathy from everything. We're just putting everything in. We will be putting a spot on our channel where you can donate uh, to help out Jim still. Uh, we'll use, still use our, you know, for Kathy. She's still here, but we are going to add her. Uh, we're going to add Nerd to all of our stuff. So if you we're know Nerd We're just expanding
1: Hollow, our family.
0: Yeah, we're expanding. So if you know Nerd... You can go ahead and congratulate her. We did tell her we were going to make a post live on Monday. But that's going to be on Facebook. But we need to tell everybody what's going on. Um, <clears throat> so there will be three streams every week now. You'll have the podcast like normal on Sunday. I will be doing something on Thursday. And it could be, hey, I need to work on miniatures. Or, hey, I need to play a game. But you can come and hang out with me. And then Nerd's going to be doing something during the day on Friday uh and it's uh painting and shenanigans
1: (laughs) exactly v precisely
0: so yes add Uh, all the goblins we have all the goblins coming on um so um we don't know when we're the all the pictures and stuff are going on and the rebranding is going but uh we're working on a new um logo and we need new emotes and we want to have some really cool emotes and also Nerd knows a lot more about that stuff than I do and how to get all that stuff going so I'm really looking forward to her uh kind of bringing stuff up and getting it together uh and such so we'll be pretty happy about it um so I'm excited I am too um hey, she was one? I she, I I I reached out to her and said hey we really like you on there you know, you you fit with us. You've got our attitude, you know, everything that we, you know, we like. And mm-hmm. I was like, um, would you like to come on and be our third? And she immediately said yes without even, I, I wasn't even done typing everything type thing. And I said, <laughs> nerd, hold on a second. Please take a minute. Let me let me tell you what, what, what it is. Let, and it,
1: let me finish.
0: Let me finish type thing. But she was, and I said. Well, she's
2: like, I'm going to let you finish, but.
0: Yeah. And I says, take two days. Think it over, because it is a commitment, whether people like it or not. It is a commitment, because she's going to have access to all of our social media, and she can post on all the stuff and do everything. And um, she's going to be, you know, helping us out and getting things going, maybe grow our fan base a little bit bigger um, type thing. And, uh, you know. Add
1: more shenanigans. It's going to
0: be and, glorious. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really fun. Um, so we're really excited to have her come on and take on the third seat. Um So if she gets messages, so uh, if someone could, uh, like, Mizzy, can you send a message to her that say that, hey, that we made the announcement on the podcast? So if you could text her in there. Uh, I got you. Captain Mizzy still has access to all of our stuff anyway. She does our, she's been on our social media stuff forever, so she can monitor all of our things anyway, but um, she'll be back to the chat causing... Major shenanigans and yes. probably earning more points so she can make sure that I put on more ears. Uh, we will be restructuring some of that stuff too to add new things. Um, John's gonna definitely still have his Transformer ones, I'll still have my ears, but we may. Um,
2: I think you should train the Transformers ones to just show off an
0: action figure <laughs> because I don't really
2: have Transformers handy so much.
1: Damn it, you beat me to it, John. <laughs>
2: I mean, when he said the ears I looked up like what oh, the
1: fuck he's not wearing
2: ears It's <laughs> a trap he needs to be solved I wish mine I need to get the new ear set but I need to recover from action figure apocalypse yeah but we will also have
0: more fun stuff Comic-Con. I mean you know Tango with Terry is still out there all the other stuff is signed so we'll just probably add some more stuff and we're gonna add some stuff that uh, you know nerd has to do so we'll work with her what you know y'all can torture her with but uh, mm-hmm. we're excited um, it's going to be a new phase uh, we are also wanting to rebrand because our logo while it is there it is pretty big um, and pretty stretched out and we that's would what she change. said yeah, yeah, that's, that's my belly um, upgrades so we're just going to do something that's going to be a little bit simpler represents who we are and so you'll see that pretty soon we're working on it
1: Oh, I know it's a mess, V. It's okay. <laughs> Much like my desk. I I know it's a mess. <laughs>
0: um, but we do have a, like I said, we do have a new uh, thing that's going to be coming out. It's going to be for our subscribers uh, on whatever platform, but it's going to be, and we want to thank Captain Mizzy for um, the title. It's called Pass the Paint Water. A uh,
1: pirate named something. <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible at it, but we do it. <laughs>
0: Um, it's we're going to try to than like Gonzo's name Man, Gonzo. I don't remember what it was. We were just, we just, we were shooting off names, but past the paint water is the one that went through. Um, and, uh, it's going to be myself, Captain Mizzy, John and nerd hanging out for however long we want to hang out. And we will post the video and the audio on to our subscribers, wherever they're at. Um, and so they could see it and get a link to it, but it'll be for those people only
1: means that um, I Have to work on things and get stuff done besides terrain for Warfare Weekend.
0: Well, and it's also one of the things that you know we were, we've been talking about making sure that we do our hobby and stuff and hang out and everything. Yes. And this is this was another way to you know kind of make sure we check in with each other, we get things done. But we're going to record it, and y'all can see it and you know listen to us be stupid. Uh, also on that, the Discord. If you are on the Discord. Uh, you are more than welcome. I think I have it set up correctly. If I don't, let me know. I'm not a you know major, don't know everything about Discord. You can use it to hang out there, paint up, ask people to play games, do whatever. Um, hey, I, I want to do some painting with people. Can anybody want to jump on Discord with me and paint? You're more than welcome to. That's what the channel is for. Mm-hmm. That's what the Discord is for, is to get things going. Um, if you see something... Yeah. Yeah, If you think you need let, let like ping me,
2: I'm
1: gonna be much
2: more active in Discord probably than, than Gonzo.
0: Yes.
1: Uh we do not have oh. a Discord command yet.
0: No, I um, will get that. There's something else that we need to do is we're just gonna be redoing all of our commands, getting things going. But, uh, there it is, Baneon. Yeah. There's the Discord. Uh, but there will be some stuff that are strictly for subscribers. Uh a channel and then um, the extra episode that we're going to be doing um, We want to make sure that we give uh, Nerd a big welcome She will be starting with us next week uh, On all of our stuff So, And if you're friends with her You may go ahead and tell her congratulations I think she's Around here somewhere I'm sure I did see a message come through Was that you sending? Say yeah hey?
1: that was me okay i did my job
0: okay i am not on a lot of discords so i'm still and i'm learning it i had to read about everything and learn about everything so if there's something that you know you want or something that you need let us know we don't have a problem changing stuff up um our discord is pretty much just like our podcast We don't care if you cuss or make jokes. So there is a spot for more of adult things um, that, you know, you'd want to put in. But just don't be a dick.
2: Don't worry, you'll get warnings if you're getting too far.
0: Yeah. So, shenanigans, fine. Ass hattery, (laughs) not. That's a fair way of putting (laughs) it. Shenanigans, (laughs) fine. Ass hattery, not. So I'm going to go ahead and switch over we'll go to the paint cam and we'll get started on something that's a little less serious on you're always out
2: oh shit
0: I did kind of clean up my thing let's see if we can show so my desk is getting a rework uh, I've got way too much stuff going on but it's getting a rework and I will work on some other can stuff camera it. is back up Woo-hoo. can you fix Mizzy's picture oh dang Mizzy what happened I broke it again. Yeah, you did. I I'm just too damn awesome.
1: Again. I'm sorry. I thought I
0: fixed it, but it could be <laughs> janky. I, too, am a little janky. <laughs> you can stream it on our channel. We don't care. You can stream it on in yeah. Discord. Hey, I will tell you right yeah. now, uh, I'm going to be playing you know, Baldur's Gate 3, which has a co-op mode, and if you want to get together on that with me, I will be playing it on PC, not PlayStation. So... We can hang out there. Because Gonzo's
2: got standards.
0: Sometimes. There are certain things I want to play Occasionally. on PlayStation and certain things I'd rather play on computer. Well, one, I want to play Baldur's Gate on the computer because it's got a co-op mode, and I know a lot of people want to do that. And then um, certain things I'd rather play on my, you know, huge TV and awesome surround sound. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I need to get... So I'm gonna be priming all of my creature caster demon models for judgment. This is Aria, Mizuki, I think is what his name is. Masuzi. Masuzi. Uh, I can't remember this girl's name. It starts with an S, but she's one of my soul.
2: I'll try. Benny has got got uh, bowling starting soon. Diane. Night. Back
0: to myself. Diane. And Uncora, which Mizzy hates because he is. I good.
1: hate the bell. The I don't b- hate Uncora. I hate the bell.
0: He can drop a bell down and cause problems. Uh, and then there's Kane, which I really like Kane. He's a badass, which I have to kind of paint first because I was told I would. Yes. And then the one that Mizzy no, hates more than anything a shell. A shell's a dick. Yes, his cannon shoots flaming skulls. So.
1: I will eventually figure out what I'm doing and I will take your demons down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep thinking look
2: these
1: guys look I'm going like man, an herb mech will just punt kick one of those fuckers.
2: <laughs> uh, Banion, that's judgment. It's sitting on the table downstairs.
0: Yeah. Well, Sorry, this is a demon. From your point of view. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Those are the demons. Those are not in there. Although Saiyan is, she's one of the soul gazers. She yep. is in there. Yeah. And she I'm is a well. really good soul gazer, by the way.
1: Though <laughs> so I'm still looking forward to when they release Xyvera because Zyvera is a badass minotaur.
0: She's the Oops. necromancer minotaur, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm, I need to start priming these because I want to paint them up.
2: Yeah, you, uh, you can look at the box if you want to. Feel free. Yeah, get it in there. Start playing it. Shit, it's yeah. a good game. It's fun. The
0: you can real play the problem three, is, three.
2: Is, is no one around here plays it?
0: I know, but no it's something no one
2: ever plays it. So, yeah.
0: but you Y'all have a free copy.
2: It? Yeah, but we have a list of games we could all play. Well,
0: get started. Rotate. Rotate. We have to start. Hi, uh, nerd. It, did nerd jump in the channel? Nerd
1: yes. did jump in the channel.
0: Uh, everybody say happy birthday to nerd. It is nerd's birthday. That's reason. So make sure you say happy birthday to nerd and congratulate her.
1: So really, your I'm condole, just filling in. <laughs> yeah.
0: Captain Mizzy is just filling in today. Because nerd will be here next week.
2: Catherine, you're never just a fill in.
1: I know, but you know where this is coming from too.
2: Yeah, I know. I know. You prefer to be captain of the uh, of the chat. It's all good. Yes.
0: Anyways, topic. The topic of the day is if you haven't seen it, there was uh, a post that I put in Discord where somebody said that the GM just outright killed their character because the GM was a dick. And let's just admit it. This was a dick move. The Gosh. GM said, um, I, let me get this up. Didn't like that. The player was playing a tiefling paladin. Yeah. Type thing. And they couldn't believe that a tiefling could be, you know, worship a God or whatever and everything. And it was just, I was like, What? Paladins don't have to do that. Paladins are just champions. You know, so it, was like, so it doesn't
2: matter. Like, like, hey, it's called
0: a role-playing game.
2: Yeah. It's fucking okay. If you want to make that rule, make that rule before someone comes with their character concept. Not like, I don't like it and all that. Like, that was really bullshit.
0: Yeah, it was. It, it was bullshit. And, you know, it, it there was a good discussion in there that, like, we were like, uh, get your character and leave that gaming group.
2: Um, I mean, leave the character, keep the, keep the idea, someone else will love it, Yeah. and leave that group. Yes. Now, I do want to point out that we're kind of in a a golden age where that's a possibility, but a lot of people grew up in the age where that wasn't a possibility. Correct. There was one group. If you that weren't is... in it, you didn't get to play ever. Correct. We're not in the golden age. It sounds a lot like me. Anyways.
0: Uh, the first thing that should have happened is... This DM should have said that way before this person made the character. Yeah, like, hey,
2: I, I don't, I'm not on board with the character design. I don't think it fits with my world. Correct. And that's a fucking cop-out, but it's a fair cop-out. You know, it's better than hey. waiting to end the campaign and then being an absolute fucking, and I hate to use this word, cunt.
1: Yeah. Don't this, be a twat waffle.
0: Yes. This GM, whoever this person is, I would have, if I was a player, I would have been like, you're being a dick. And if you kill this character, I will not play. Because there and, was nothing wrong with the character. It's no, not, it's not it's like the character idea. was like uber powerful or had, you know, some MacGuffin that could kill everything or whatever. It, In fact, was, it, was, just, it, was,
2: it was just a fine character. It's a cool, cool idea. Yeah. It had lots
0: of role playing potential.
2: Yeah.
1: Exactly, Baneon. Driz exists. Driz is amazing. Yeah, there was no. <laughs> It It started off amazing and
2: became a real whiny cunt. Sorry.
1: I've I've only read
2: six books. You mean listened. Listened. Oh shit! For Um, me, that is reading, okay? (laughs) So, The Crystal Shard, his first appearance, he was great. Amazing. The second book, Streams of Silver, he was decent. It It was really good. The third book, The Halfling's Gem, he whined a lot. It was annoying. And then his preview trilogy, the the the, his his prequel trilogy, was all pretty solid. It wasn't really whiny in that; it was more thing. But yeah. Anyway, sorry.
0: Well, I mean, here here is I mean, this is what really pissed me off is it's hard enough to get people to play, and you should have told this character, this person, that you know what the standards of the campaign was going to be before this person even made a character. You should have gone, hey, this is what we're doing. We don't allow X, Y, Z. And, and it doesn't matter whatever reason. If the GM says they don't allow it, you know, okay, no big deal. I can make something else. But
2: as a DM, your job is to be more open-minded about shit. Correct. If you don't want something it doesn't fit in the campaign idea, that should have been in your elevator pitch.
0: Correct. Like my my Godfall game. I I put in there, halflings do not exist.
2: Yep. The common one font, funnily. Yeah. I like halflings exist, but they're fucking the dark sun version where they're just fucking terrifying <laughs> cannibal fuckers. You're like, ah, halflings run.
0: <laughs> That's a blast from the past.
2: I mean, I used a lot. That's one of my can't. One of my worlds we did a lot of games in, like three, three names and a half giant. Uh, that was in that world. But, but you know, it's the thing. You should be saying that. You need to. We've said this a lot about your elevator pitch. Your elevator pitch needs to include shit like that that you can't do. Yeah. Or it needs to come out real quick. Because this was not like, a, you know, your whole thing is when to say no in your campaign. This is actually when a game master should have said no in the beginning rather right. than looking at the end. Yes. Now, if it was a plot point point, it was reasonably set up or like, oh, you have to do this or you're going to not exist. Set up as a cool epic thing. Cool, but it doesn't sound like it was set up like that. It sounds like the GM was just uh, doing a very shitty GM fiat to uh, make that shit work the way he wanted.
0: Yeah. we we, can't do that also. Yeah. We call that, so we we have a common phrase amongst our group called space cowing. And for people that don't know, space cowing is, I dropped a cow on you from outer space, you just die.
2: Oh, you mean rocks fall, everybody dies?
0: Yeah. That type of thing.
2: And so, and, and. Cyberpunk one, I dropped a rock.
0: And that's just being a dick.
2: Yes. And that's one where the players, the players should converse with their players. Now, honestly, you should probably just leave yourself and let them have a good time. But, you know, if you've got a rotating group where, you know, maybe people will rotate through, maybe just like, Hey, you're done. Let's get someone else running the game here.
0: Yeah. Cause that, I mean, that was a pure dick move.
2: That's a GM taking it personally and the GM should not take it personally. Yeah. No. Yeah. RG Wolf, finger of God. That's you don't yeah. do that unless you have to. But, uh, we actually, so, it's funny you brought this up, Gonzo, as a topic. I had a long talk with Naz, who's in my uh, MechWarrior line group, but often he has late nights, he can't sleep. And he'll sit up chatting, and we chat D&D and stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: And we talked a lot about this, about, you know, you know different player stuff, and when you should say yes with difficulty, and when you should say no to stuff, right? Yeah. You know, There's so if you've got... Yeah, there's some places... Like, if you've got a player who's completely at odds with the group, that doesn't mean, like, necessarily argumentatively or anything like that. Um, example, he was playing, He's he calls himself an optimizer and a power gamer, but let's take the negative connectivity out of power gamer. He's a power gamer. And there's fucking nothing wrong with that. That's, that's a valid type of player. That's what you want from the game. But if you're that type of player and everyone else is not, it's going to be a problem because you're going to fucking wreck everything in fucking combat. All the things. And maybe the DM doesn't want that. Maybe it'll make the players feel like they're not effective. Technically, it's not even your fault at that point, but that's something the DM should have seen at the beginning and noted. And if the DM doesn't, the DM's got to manage the players at that point. You know, as a DM, when you're getting stuff together, if you see something, as a problem. Like, um, my game I'm running. Uh, Not Brushhead, Dave is playing a cat warlock, and he's like, I might be worried I'm being a little too, you know, know, power gaming. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't care if any of you guys are power gaming. You guys are going to have fun, and that's the point. Yeah. You know? Like, it just means that combats will be easier because the power gamer will carry more. And the people who are newer will eventually learn, or the people who are just trying to be fun and role play will have more fun in the role-playing sessions, role-playing sections, and less fun in the combat. That's fine. That's a balance. You know, it's on the GM to fucking, to, you know, work that shit to a point.
0: Yeah, because there's a time and a place for everybody, there should be a time and a place for everybody to shine. Yes. Role-playing, combat, you know, if you can Let's... do both, even better. Well, that's why I believe every game should start with the what I call shtick
2: preservation. If you're Wolverine and you're the best you are at what you do, no one else does that thing. They can do it at like a half ass like I'm okay with it level. But if you're like, I am the stealth god, Dunn can be as stealthy as me. That's fine. I would even tell everyone like, lay off the stealth a little bit. He wants to be the stealth guy. That's shtick preservation, you know. He wants to be a specialist in something. Make him the specialist in something. It's it's it will be more fun. You know, I think it's less important at a at certain game levels and more important certain other games. For example, if you're doing a superhero game, it's way more important for stick preservation.
0: Oh yeah. I, I get it. Doing
2: D and D, there's always gonna be a little overlap. Any sort of skill based game, there's always gonna be a little overlap because it's just a fucking skill. You know? But like, you know, Dave, uh not Dave wanted to play a bear barbarian. Uh, but um, Ivy decided to play the goat barbarian or sheep barbarian as she decided to rebrand herself. And so he chose not, so he decided not to because he he understands what I do in a game and believes in stick preservation as well. Nothing wrong with that. Doesn't mean you can't
0: have two, but you got to be
2: careful. You
0: need to talk it over with the GM and talk it over with another player too, because huh? that bar You know, I could see you're like, hey, we want to play rangers. I want to play a bow ranger. I want to play a melee ranger.
1: Perfectly
0: Perfect. fine on that. Except that apparently rangers are
2: terrible in the fight position. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they're not bad.
1: It also helps when the players communicate. Because, like in our Unity game, it, it's, what we're learning is that it's really helpful to have a diverse group that have different powers. <laughs> because we can work together and combo our moves and then do more damage.
2: So I will counter with experience. When 4th Edition came out, we played a little bit. Then we played a session. We played from 1st level to 30th level. And our early group, all we wanted to play was strikers. So we had an all-striker group. Okay. Now we all multi-classed, as it is in that game, into uh, uh, leaders for a little bit of healing and all. And then eventually Jason's character died and uh, he changed to a full leader, but... A leader in all strikers was fucking amazingly devastating. But yeah, you, we were all different strikers. We all had it in a different way. And that made it work a little bit. Um, the best example I could see of the sort of old shtick preservation talking out thing is we ran a Children of the Gods game where I said, okay, you're all going to be you know, a child of a god so you're going to have some sort of godlike ability. And I had everyone roll off, and we went around going, okay, what's your godlike ability? So everyone went around with their godlike ability. Then I went backwards, okay, what class are you? All? And they all understood that they weren't going to be able to double up on classes or abilities. So it became interesting that, you know, the barbarian couldn't choose. He didn't have strength because someone else had chosen strength before he got there. But he got the barbarian before the other guy did. It's a fun way to do things. You know, you can you can you can mix up a little with that.
0: Yeah, but I mean I I couldn't I, I was like I would have left that I would have left that game and never come back if I was that person.
2: Mm, I'd consider coming back, but I would have left it and been like like this is bullshit, I'm I'm out, have a good day.
0: Yeah. It's that, that, the that's adult just... way
2: to do it. People think it's not the adult way, it is actually the adult way. Yeah. Don't make a new character. Happy doesn't care about your character enough to keep you there. Yeah. And don't feel bad. No. If the players give you shit, don't feel bad. You're not the one who fucked up. He done fucked
0: up. Yeah, that was a bad GM.
2: Yeah, it was definitely a bad GM. that they That's a
0: GM that looks to destroy the players and not create a good story or, you know, whatever. And you can play with those GMs, but you have to realize it's going to be a
2: versus game, not a collaborative storytelling game. And you've got to fucking get all your tricks ready.
0: Oh, yeah. You, yeah, that's when you
2: want all the rules lawyers coming in and hitting their shit and being like, well, actually.
0: <laughs> and pushing up their glasses. Yep. So and when, when are the times when you would tell your players no, John?
2: Almost never. I don't really care what they fucking do. <laughs> I can deal with it. But then again, keep in mind, I've been doing this since I was fucking like 10 years old. Yeah. For those of you out there who don't understand, it's 38 years almost 39. Does happen on occasion. Sometimes I, a rule comes up I didn't realize it, but what I do is so for example, Baneon's bringing I don't know if he's bring up this one, but he was involved in this one. Fourth edition says you can throw any weapon and it'll automatically come back to which I think is fucking stupid. <laughs> so he threw his non-throwing axe and go comes back. I'm like, "Doesn't." And he's like, "It says in the rules." I'm like, "Well, I apologize. I don't agree with that rule. Do you want to change your action for the turn?" I'm not going to make him continue his action throwing his axe when he's operating under a false pretense. That's not really fair. You know? Let him get a chance to change the action. Now, Beon being Badeon, didn't. He just fucking dealt with it, which is cool, but perfectly willing to let him change what he was doing because that wasn't really fair. I mean, you have to do that. If something comes up in a game where you have to make what I'd call a harsh ruling, give your characters a chance to back off the action they were doing Because they were operating around false pretense.
0: Correct, yeah. And you're like, I want to do this. Uh, That's not how it works. What? Can I change my action? Yeah, of course.
2: Or they're like, I move here and do this thing and pop this ability and I'm going to do this. And you're like, you can't do that. Let him go back. Remember, like, in almost all cases, you are collaboratively storytelling. You know, it's just that I thought, I mean fourth edition had very few rules i thought were absolutely shitty and that was the one i thought was the, sh- the silliest of the silly i didn't even know that that was. but yes a rule. the one time banyan was reading the rules i'm like the fuck <laughs> I fucking says that shit <laughs> but like i very rarely say no to my players
0: yeah
2: it has to be now most of it comes early like if we're playing champions or hero system or something they send me their characters before we start and they will get the red pen yes also, what happens? I'll send the character back, and since the character builder we use has a function, I'll, there'll be like red text in there saying, "Uh, oh, this is too powerful. You need to scale this back, or you should build this as this instead." But that's also a much more open game than a D&D. You know, D&D is very much, "I choose this thing; it does the thing." Not, "I make this power with this and this and this and this and this, and, this, and it does this crazy thing."
0: Well, see, but that—that's that, that—that's the pre. There's been a couple of times, you know, I've done the pre thing. We're like, no, we're—that's not the game we're going to play with. Like, everybody's making good characters, and you want to play a super evil, chaotic evil. Or, fuck out of here! You—you you missed the brief. Yeah, I'm like, uh, no, that's not what we're going with with this campaign.
2: Now, you want to do that? You might be able to
0: do that. Come talk to GM. Pretend you're good. Now we got
2: fucking some meat.
0: Yeah yeah make sure what, what one of the worst things i hate is when people say i want to play an evil character and i'm like okay what do you think is an evil character why yeah what's the reason that's behind good. it
2: why are you playing an evil character yeah do you have a goal that's evil it's fine just just send it to me and then lie to everyone else yeah that makes it even more evil you lied to everyone double evil
0: but yeah, but most, you of, got my, people most like, of my most my
2: knows come with come in the character creation and concept areas. I agree that that's where most of mine come in too, and I'm like because in game, like aside from that one thing, and if and if he'd really like, I wrote to like I've let it fly once, but I don't. I, it's just really weird.
0: That's where most um, of my nose have ever come in, and I was, is in character creation or the pre thing because some mm-hmm. people are just like I want to play a Valkyrie. Okay, can I see the rules for the Valkyrie? No, I'm like, yeah, nope. <laughs> and then they show me the rules for Valkyrie. I'm like, well, okay, this thing is like. You
2: say you want to play something and you don't provide the GM with the rules. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
0: they, they, they like, were... seriously
2: just yeah. just get the fuck. Now they may not ask. For example, Erica's in my campaign is playing a uh, fairy. Do I you know what the rules are? No. Do I care? No. But that's sort of the game we're playing. First off, she's an experienced player, probably the most experienced at the table potentially. And I know she's not going to do anything to hurt the game. You know, I have a level of trust. But also, I just don't care to a point. Yeah. If they have some cool ability, I'm like, oh, that's a really cool ability. You saved your ass this time. I'm going to know it for the next time. But it doesn't bother me. Why would it bother me? You know, I, I want the players to win. I want them to be challenged occasionally. I want them to be epic occasionally. But I want them to win.
0: I want them to have a good time.
2: That's where the fun comes in. Like, no one likes losing unless that's the whole campaign idea, and I can't imagine that.
0: It's fucking edge. i be a
2: Well, no, <laughs> sometimes that's cool. Like, if you're going, like, we're doing a prequel campaign to the, to the next campaign we're doing, it's going to end poorly so you guys can come in the next campaign and be heroes. You know, we're doing, like, a small campaign to lead into the next one. That's fucking awesome. I'm in. It's, you know, fucking, let's go. But you know, in a regular campaign, people want to be the heroes. They want to. They want to win. No one likes fucking getting their ass whipped constantly. People you know that's why. But I don't. I don't. I don't care. Like, you know, I said this to to someone recently. Is I don't want to say no. You can't do something. I want to say sure. Roll you roll and hope make make it high. You know, it's like the. I wanna. We did think like I wanna get on top of the roof. Like, cool. What stat do you want to use to get on top of the roof? I don't fucking care. You can say, oh, I got athletics. I got acrobatics. I got whatever. You can say I have charisma. I wanna get on top of the roof. Cool. Roll me a thing. If it's high enough, the animals help you get on top because you're fucking super likable and charismatic.
0: <laughs> you can convince you can tell the what you to throw you on top of there.
2: Yeah, I mean, just
0: be creative.
2: Yeah, I don't say no in most cases. I just say it's going to be difficult. You know? It's, it's a way better way to play. You know, you give the, you want to keep the players with agency in most cases. That's why I don't say no. And sometimes, literally, it'd be like, it'll take a 20 before I even consider it. Maybe a 19 or 18, I might do the math on, okay, what's the total on that? I don't generally think it out beforehand, but you can always roll. And people are like, well, everything shouldn't succeed on a 20. If fucking everything fails in a 1, everything succeeds in a 20. That's was a the fucking rule, son. Yeah. I don't mind if someone's got a 1 in 20 chance of fucking succeeding in anything. They're heroes. Yeah. Sometimes
0: you get lucky.
2: Sometimes they do. Yeah, they do. Maybe they're gods looking out from the side. You know what? You never asked me for anything, but you're a faithful worshiper. I'll give you this one. It's up to you to decide it, you know? You know? It's... That's why I describe a lot of special effects and stuff, because that way people can can think more. I want them to be enticed to use special effects. You know, like, oh, I use the axe to hook his leg and trick, trip him. Well, it's an axe. It's fucking better at that than a sword. Sure, I'll give you that. I'll make it easier than I him with a sword. You, you have to, as a GM, you have to have your, you, you have to be open like that. I've played with GMs who are stickler for exactly what the rules say, and it is not as fun by a long stretch.
0: I always like, I want to do this. Here's the difficulty. I don't even tell them to go, like,
2: Roll die. <laughs> give me your total with whatever. Tell me what skill you want to use, and give me the
0: total. I do like it when my players goes, do I think I could do this? I don't know. Can you roll it? Well, no, that's a fair thing. I'd be like, okay.
2: Uh, you think that would be very difficult based on the skill you're trying to use. Correct. Being an expert in that skill. Nothing wrong with that. But like like we said, most of your no's should come at the beginning. Now, now, I don't think a character concept's going to work. I've had people come up with me like, with crazy character concepts, don't think going to work. I've had them sometimes. They're like, I don't think this is going to work, but here's my idea. We're doing Three gnomes of the Half Giant. The, you know, uh, Jason Newman wanted to be a... Gnome necromancer who uses, you know, skeletons to do the devious and Tull ta- the dull tasks, you know, because he feels like their spirit's going on and making their vessel be, you know, useful for something. Cool. I, you know, I like the cut of that jib. Let's go. Does anyone agree with him? No. Sometimes it's just explaining, like, you can do that, but, you know, like a Dritz, you can be a Dark Elf, but you have to understand everybody's going to hate you
0: everybody. Yo. You're going know, to you have to prove
2: yourself twice as hard to anyone to get them to treat
0: you fairly. You can't have all the positives and no negatives.
2: Correct. Not that I think Dark Elves necessarily have enough. They've been a player race for long enough that there's no longer that many positives. But but back in the day, that was sort of a thing. I don't mind a game that gives races huge benefits because they have huge role-playing negatives. Let's be honest. Role playing negatives are a part of the game. It's role playing, R O L E, not role playing, R O L L. Sometimes you do that, and you know, back in the day, Gons will feel this. No, you knew your day too. Fucking when when paladins had to have a seventeen fucking charisma. Oh my god, all the seventeen charisma was fucking hard. So i be like, I want to play a paladin. Cool. Well, here's what's going to happen. You know, everyone else is rolling their stats in order. You're going to get a 17 charisma unless you roll higher, which is fucking unlikely.
0: <laughs>
2: is it fair? Probably not. Do other players care? No, not really. I because understood. they knew I'd do the same thing. The druids are like, oh, hey, I want to be a druid. Cool. Anyone said that, like, cool, I'll make sure you have a 17 main stat if if that's what you want. Because I'm giving the paladin that, that bonus. I'll give you all that bonus as well. You know, that's one of the things that maybe you should do when you look at that. People people get this weird thing about having huge stats. Who fucking cares? They're going to have more fun with big stats. Sure, your monsters are going to get murked a little quicker. Who cares? Bring more monsters. Or they get murked more quick. Oh, look at these great heroes. Fucking, you can play that. Eventually, they're going to get to the point where it doesn't matter as much. There's a point in the game where that plus one don't matter so much. Nope.
1: Just give me more things to stab. It'll be fine.
2: You know... I've rolled characters with the, the stupidest stats ever. Lowest stat of 15. Like, holy shit. This is going to be great. And the team was like, yeah, sure, fine, I don't care. You rolled them in front of us all, and everyone was like, oh, they're rooting for me. Their last stat's like, come on, John. It's great, you know? Don't, don't worry about it. Don't, like, I've had someone say, like, oh, no, your stats are too high. Fuck what? I rolled dice, son. Ain't no such thing as too high. I don't know if Captain Mizzy gets the uh, um, order of the stick jokes there, Abanian. What was the joke? There's good pieces of steel where his lungs used to be.
0: <laughs> oh, that brings back my order of the stick. Holy crap!
2: Yeah, I know. That 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 would be a no. Yeah, I didn't figure you might. That's why I decided to jump in and quasi-explain it. It was the halfling rogue who was like to stab people. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it's one of those things, you know. Don't don't try not to say no, but sometimes you gotta. If you and if you say no, don't back up off of it. You know, if you're always a yeah sure, yeah sure, when you see things so bad, you've got to say no. Don't back up off on it.
0: Uh, just, uh... but I agree with you most. Most of the times you should say no, or most of the times I've said no, is before the game even starts. Mm-hmm. Character creation, yep. Yep. Character creation, world creation, you know, that type of stuff. Like, uh, that's not kind of the campaign we're going for or that I want to go for.
2: Yeah, like if they're going to be in involved in the, the world creation, sometimes you guys know, I want a cool society of this stupid thing. Like, I don't really fit so much. I like the idea. Maybe we'll use it in the future. No, not so much. But in, in, in general, it, it's better to say yes, but, or yes with some caveat, than no in any case. You know, I very rarely, rarely had to put my foot down completely with no's. Okay, and and, and oh all, while we're on the subject to that, you, you should probably know what your players are before you get the characters in. Like, if they've been with you for a while, you should know what they're going to do. So, most of this shouldn't be a surprise, and you should probably have very few no's. Like, often I can stop no's in the, you know, Pelvator pitch, like, no, you can't do this stupid shit I know you're thinking about. Yeah, you know, it's mm-hmm. easy. It's no, Baneon, you can't play a werewolf in this because X,
0: Y, and Z. Why do you want to play a werewolf? Werewolves are stupid. Oh, you've just just earned
2: yourself an enemy, sir. (laughs) Countdown to uh, outrage in the chat room. There it (laughs) is. What do you say? There it is. UNFRIEND. (laughs)
1: All caps. You got the shouty capitals.
2: But that's the kind of thing, you know, sometimes it's just not appropriate or whatever. But, you know, your players know that. And also... If they have a, you should you get it to your people beforehand. Also, let them know they have a crazy idea. Hit you with it privately because you can work more shit in then. Like, tell me you don't love when, you know, uh, you know, main character fucking does a heel twist in the middle of a game, in the middle of a you know anime or media or whatever. It's super awesome. Like, oh shit, that all makes sense now. Cool. You can do that if you talk to the GM beforehand. Yeah. Perfect example is we have this thing in my campaigns where I use luck chits where there's one chit in the bag that's a gold chit. And it lets you sort of direct the campaign for a bit. I want this crazy shit to happen. Well, I got to the point where people couldn't think of anything at times, so I let them save the effect of it for a bit until they found an opportune moment. And then at one point, in order to... uh, Proceed the plot, uh, Bowie's character uh, was like fake running for governor. And I swear to you, three people goes, I've got the gold shit effect. I want him to win. <laughs> <laughs> three people in a party of five. So you know, that's the kind of cool thing that can happen when you do that. You know, talk to your GM about crazy stuff like that. Other example is when we are doing a adventure sewer bear. Sewer bear popped through, you know, did the bear drop on the fucking skyscraper uh, and caught the main uh, villain and then, like, I bite his head off. Does the demon possess me? And grand was a little tipsy at that point. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, since you asked, yes. But that's the kind of cool effect you can get if you're not if you're less worried about your character quote-unquote winning and more into what the story's going and having a good time. Yeah.
0: Give give me a good story plot, you know, yeah. describe it really cool. Because we're going to get you out of it. That's our job.
2: But you give the GM so much meat to play with, so much cool stuff cuz then Kree got to play a different character for a bit, have some cool stuff there which also ended up in potential un Finished plot threads, and then you know brought our character back, a little different. It was cool. There's cool stuff you can do with that. You know, another character was a Grim Reaper type, type demon from hell, and he sacrificed himself. He's like, I'm use gold shit to sacrifice myself to kill this, you know, robotic enemy, like their Ultron type. And then he's like, I want to come back as an angel. I'm like, awesome. So he came back as an angel. That's cool stuff, right? Bye, bye, so keep that stuff in mind. You know, if you explain all that stuff to your players, and it's so much communication. If your players know what they can expect as far as what you can do, it'll help so much. It's why I love having players that have been with me for a while, in any game. You know, I've got uh, not Brushhead Dave and the Jason in my current game, at uh, with my uh, work friends, and. It's great because they'll help set the tone so the other people start to learn. I can do crazy shit because they're doing crazy shit. Oh, crazy shit's okay. Um, so we're at media sections. So to sum up, try not to say no. Most of it should be long before you get into the campaign.
0: Yeah, it definitely should be before you start. <laughs> yes. And only the the only time you really say no is if it's going to be like campaign breaking type stuff. Yep. That's going to ruin the fun for everybody.
2: And you can even say, "I'm going to let you have this, but we might revisit it later." Remember, not really rules;
1: they're more of guidelines,
2: guidelines. <laughs> like the code.
1: You're welcome. Give me one second. then the code is law and you shoot people. Sometimes you get to shoot motherfucker. Right yeah. in the
2: eyeball. I mean, not necessarily. Between the eyes is better, but sure. In fact, i, I consider a favor you know, if you don't shoot someone in the eyeball. I'm a little squeamish on that. <laughs> I had a bad experience. Which should not be shocking. Uh,
0: camera shake. All right, hold on. Get camera shake! All right. All right. All of them got primed. So then I'm going to do airbrush priming on them next. Perfect. Oh, Excellent.
1: My... I have nine trenches left.
0: Awesome Ooh. sauce.
1: I'm excited. I have
2: a third of a drink left.
1: And
2: then Chinese food. Because apparently Banny and I both had the expert idea to have Chinese food today. So I both ordered separately, and I wonder if we're from nope. the same place or not. I didn't see that. That would be extra funny if we both no no put that shit back on.
0: Yeah, right, like I didn't see the Kevin
2: Not done.
1: <laughs> paid, I paid, everybody paid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what in the doubt? Just keep that shit on. Trust us. That part. I trust no one. Oh, well, that's the problem. You gotta trust somebody.
0: Oh, I'm trust myself. Offer.
2: Yep, made an order for the exact same place I did too. Extra <laughs> funny. Dyke him. Yes, it's fucking they're great. I've been ordering them from twenty fucking years. 20 years. Think about that. I'm not even joking. 20 years. Just good have food a Chinese place like and that, and then
1: price. they retired. Was
2: very I sad. mean, it happens. They get old, they retire. Find a new Chinese place. Someone's got to have decent Chinese food.
1: It's very hard. Let's
2: strike let's against Arkansas. I will put it on their permanent record. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of things we should put on the permanent record.
0: Alright, so, as we know, I have about nine things to talk about. They all have about two things to talk about.
2: I have Three, three sir. Three.
0: <laughs> uh, I so, I'll go straight, and get started. Yeah. Um, so, what, as I was saying, I was listening or watching movies from my teenage childhood type thing. You know, and I saw it directly on Netflix, I like and films. I... Turned it on and watched it, and it was Uncle Buck. I wow. love Fucking me love Uncle
1: Buck.
0: Uh, love John Candy and Uncle Buck. uh Not his, you know, you know type biggest role in everything. Yes, John.
2: I, I've never seen Uncle
0: Buck. Oh, fuck you! What? It's great. I, I mean, never seen it. John. Uh, John Candy. You need to
1: watch Uncle Buck.
0: It is Do so I... good. It is such a great classic.
2: Remember my opinion about modern comedies?
0: Yeah. But I really liked it. I love John Candy in this role. He has some great lines. He's got great attitude. Um, oh,
2: everyone's just putting it with John shit. <laughs> <laughs> should not be surprised.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's just a great movie. I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's really good. John Candy is really good in it. Uh, Missed that man. He was a great comedian. Um I would give it probably one space herpy because there are a couple of scenes in there that it just, you know, you're like, eh, eh, eh. But overall, I enjoyed it. I love it. It's one of my favorite John Candy movies. I agree with that rating.
2: See, I'm worried because people talk the movies up so much and I walk and watch them and I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> It was a lot of good fun. I, I really liked it. Uh, Captain Mizzy
1: uh i finished
0: the witcher uh, i can go with this one too we finished the yeah. last three episodes
2: i've not season
0: one yet yeah um okay, i i will say that also talking about the witcher this could be the last season uh because of course the strikes and everything going on that they're looking to just cancel projects <clears throat> and just get it out of there that you know this the Witcher could be one of them that gets
2: axed. I, I feel like you're right because no one has reacted positively to the change from uh,
0: Henry Cavill to Henry
2: Cavill to anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, this season was a hit and miss. There is one episode I just did not give a shit about. Um, and we're not going to do any spoilers, but I will tell you this. Out of all the the whole thing of all this Witcher stuff going on, it has had some of the best sword fighting scenes I've seen in a long time. Yep. Very good fight scenes throughout the entire series.
2: I I love Henry Cavill's dedication to sword fighting properly. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And whoever their stunt coordinator is. Good job.
0: Yeah. So, I mean... For this season, I liked it better than last season, um, but I would give it maybe like a one and a half to two, because there was one episode that I was just like, this is boring as, f-. and I was like, I I didn't even pay attention to it. Yeah, I'd,
1: I'd give
0: it a one and a half. John, what's your first one?
2: Uh, my first one, I'll go in order. I watched Last Man Standing. What you don't know is a Prohibition-era movie based on uh, for a Fistful of Dollars. Huh. Which is a Western movie based on the old samurai, Yojimbo. Like most Westerns based on a samurai movie. Um, in this case, it's Bruce Willis playing a Prohibition sort of guy on the run. And he goes through a small town just north of the border in Texas. And decides he can make some money here. It's not, it has, a like, if you've seen Yojimbo and or For Phil Dollars, you'll see some of the beats coming, obviously. It's the same movie, just Walter Hill, who's done a lot of very interesting movies, is very stylistic. It has some very much John Woo-style gunplay, super unrealistic reactions to being shot, people flying across the room being shot. <laughs> but it is stylistic in that way that's enjoyable it's short enough that doesn't ever say it's welcome it's done like a noir so bruce willis has got a voiceover to the whole thing giving it a certain style um and it's one of those movies where really the main character isn't really threatened until the end where he you know gets his ass whooped really hard and then has to come back and win um, I, I give it a one and a half. It's enjoyable. It's on Amazon Prime. It's not I mean I own it on DVD too because I'm a Walter Hill fan, but um I suggest it if you if you if you like that kind of movie, you want it. It's also good you can watch it. I feel like I want something that starts quick to get me in. It fucking starts quick. Within fifteen minutes he's killed quite a few men. Yeah, you've had good gunplay real fucking quick. But definitely suggest it. especially like Bruce Willis, you know, it's Bruce Willis in his fucking prime. Just allowed to do his thing. It's got a whole bunch of, oh, that guy you recognize from the movies. It's got fucking uh, Bruce Dern as the sheriff. It's got um, Christopher Walken as another uh, gunman. With a scarred face named Hickey. He did a great job with it. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, I recognize that guy. That's cool. So if you're in that kind of movie, you will definitely enjoy it. I suggest it. I guess Rector Gonzo.
0: Um so there was a lot of stuff on and so I did a lot of binge watching sorry. Um I watched uh Twisted Metal which is Paramount Plus. I think no. that's what it was Peacock. Peacock.
2: Peacock. Which I Peacock. will be watching as soon as the Continental comes out so I can get the most out of my 1 month and done subscription. Done? <laughs> Plus I have to make sure if we do that I can get Bainey on to watch them too so we'll probably watch all those together. Yeah. Just so um, we can get them done.
1: Which we'll be know. watching it? When I remember to watch it,
0: <laughs> um, everybody knows "Twisted Metal." It's a play off of the original uh, video, video game. Um, Anthony Mackie, very good in this, very yes. funny. He, he does a lot of good comedy that I did. not His,
2: he, his he, humor, like in a non-humor series, like that—that that, we'll call it Marvel-style uh, humor. Yeah, where they weave humor into it. Yep. Spot on. He's, yeah, he's almost as good as Robert Downey Jr.
0: Um, this was really good. I had, I had a good time with it. Uh, it is very bloody, very gory. Um, but you're expecting that from this. Uh, it is written by people that wrote Deadpool. So you can go with that type of mentality. There are heroes here. Yeah. (laughs) So you can go for that type of thing. So no big deal. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. There were some slow parts, but it, it, it wasn't bad. Uh I'm curious if it's gonna get a second season. I'd like it because it was fun. Um, there were some good well, jokes. Right
2: now I don't think anything is getting a second season, Gonzo.
0: Well, that is true too.
2: <laughs> that is all gonna depend on Hollywood. Until yeah. decide yeah. well so also good note, not everyone's affected by it. There are certain studios that are like, Yeah, we agree with your terms. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there are some that are like that. That are like, we're gonna do it. It's
2: just the big dogs Excellent. mostly are being jackasses.
0: Yeah, I could not
2: imagine. And don't feel bad watching stuff right now. They haven't called for a general, you know, ban on watching stuff yet. They don't want you to cancel your subscription services yet. But if they do, it may be hard. But if you can, do it. There's plenty of content out there. Yeah.
0: But I Watch mean, for the most part, like I said, it's it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um. They try to make you feel for the bad guy, and then you're like, oh no, I, yeah, this guy's a dick uh, type thing. Which you're like, oh, this character's pretty fun. I
2: like sympathetic bad guys. You're like, okay, yeah. you know what? You're a bad guy, but I understand where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, and then you're like, no. I mean, I still this is a bad dude. A bad dude. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, this is a bad dude. Uh, but I enjoyed it. I would probably give it a one. It's not going to be some people's things as it is some dick and fart jokes in there, but you're expecting that when you know who's written this stuff, so. Like I said, I give it about a one.
2: Busy?
1: I am a troll, and I like to give Gonzo shit, so I watched Ready Player One today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what you're alluding to. Very good, I missed that. But, well played.
1: I enjoyed the crap out of this thing. It was... That's yeah, good, right? It was wonderful. Now... It was cute. It was fun. It, I felt like it hit all the right notes to be like, yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Now, you need to use your Audible credit and download the book and listen to the book, and then you understand.
1: Maybe that was my plan all along.
2: <laughs> or maybe she won't understand, and you'll still seem like you're fucking crazy. <laughs>
1: But right now, You're yeah, Gon- right right now, yeah, Gonzo is pretty crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I'd give it a one, maybe. I
2: but... can't even imagine the book is different enough to be offended at the movie.
1: But I had a lot of
2: fun like with I, says, it.
0: I did have a problem with the movie. I just wish they would have done it. You like gave the book.
2: it a fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> Not like it two and a half. I didn't like the way they went with it, but it was good overall quality. A four!
0: <laughs> I wish they would have done the book. That's, that's what made me upset more like, than anything.
2: Literally, that's like watching fucking uh, Watchmen and going, I wish they would have done the graphic novel. You fucking, They fucking can't. There are certain things you just can't do. Yeah.
0: Well, there was, especially the ending of Watchmen. You couldn't do the end of Watchmen. I, and, like, from the book.
2: The more I think of it, and I want to rewatch it at some point, I feel like it's actually a good movie yeah maybe not quite up to the standards of ready player one
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think you should listen to the i think you should listen to the book mizzy though because you would get my thing from it but i actually think you would like the book too anyway Uh, because you're allowed
1: to have your opinions i'm just going to give you shit for it yes
0: so all right john what's your next one
1: well, uh, as far as to go, powerful
2: opinions. I watched Age of Ultron again. Okay. And I'm gonna throw a hot take out there. I feel like it's the most comic booky comic book movie. Okay it feels the most like you picked up the Avengers and started reading them in the middle of stuff and are going, I understand what's going on because the little fucking notes from the editor tell me what happened in the previous episode and goes through a good story. It doesn't have too much, and this is going to sound terrible, but just roll with me, too much fucking Infinity War bullshit in it. Okay. Because I will maintain, I feel like them going immediately for Infinity War was a fucking mistake now that we're, we're done. Again, game was great. Don't get me wrong, but going straight for the fucking big dog was a mistake. And, but it just feels like a good comic book movie. Yeah, it's not perfect. There's that part with Banner and Natasha that's just not great, and <laughs> the worst part of the movie. But the rest of the movie, you take that little bit out, and the rest of the movie's fucking perfect. Characters are acting consistently. You get to see why Iron Man's the fucking problem as much as he's a fucking hero. You get to see all that stuff. You get to see the albeit silly but great Hawkeye speech to Scarlet Witch that I love to this day. And I love the whole thing with Hawkeye where he's like the fucking human heart of this team because he's the only fucking normal person in that team despite his background. And it even paves a path or why he reacted so harshly in fucking uh, Infinity War slash uh, Endgame. It's just, I think it's a great movie. I'm going to give it fucking half. doesn't quite get the zero of Avengers because Avengers is a fucking event. Or Endgame because Endgame was an event. But it's it's the third best Avengers movie and I don't feel bad saying that.
0: Um. Jennifer? Let's see. Uh, I watched. Uh, so it's on Paramount Plus right now. Is Transformer: Rise of the Beast. Um, so it's on for free. On my list. Yeah. On my list. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything because I know it just dropped. Uh, type thing. So I know people are wanting to do it. Um, I just
2: know there's a lot of things you need to pay attention to. There's some uh Easter eggs and shit you need to be aware of.
0: Yeah. So what happens when I was watching it? Uh, I noticed that the date the movie is happening during 1994 and so I was like oh crap where does this need to fit in and so I had to look it up because it fits in between Bumblebee and the first one
2: well so no one has said if it's a hard if it's a soft reboot or not
0: correct that was the and other the thing
2: is all is it's a reboot. yeah because it doesn't fit yeah it otherwise. doesn't
0: fit but they said if you if it was going to be in anywhere it'd be right after the Bumblebee movie and I was like, so it I watched seems it.
2: Seems like more of a direct sequel to Bumblebee than worry about the rest of the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm watching it, and I'm like, how can this be after Bumblebee? And we don't know about Transformers because the shit they did in this, the whole planet should know everything. No, no, in
1: Bumblebee.
2: No,
0: no, in, in one and, city. And, no, in Rise of the Beast is what I'm saying. Oh, fair. Uh, I, I was like,
2: it's it's, it's likely a reboot. we had this discussion on Twitter with some people. It's likely a reboot.
0: Yeah, it's it's got to be type of a reboot. Um, so, I watched it. It was okay. Uh, there were some funny parts. There were some okay parts. There were some I parts that were cringe.
2: Reviews I've heard. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Bowie was not a fan of it. But then again, Bowie also didn't like Top
0: Gun Maverick. So take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it, I it, it was it. okay. There wasn't anything really. bad. Bad about it, but there was anything that was really good. I did have a complaint that some of the music that they used in the trailer was not in the movie, and I hate that because that's what got me hyped to see it. Dude,
2: dude, dude, that happens all the time. I know. For, I
0: hate, that. I, hate I, that. I dare
2: say that's been happening for decades.
0: I know. I, it's a pet peeve of mine. I can't stand that. It irks the crap out of me. I'm like this. It,
2: it's the trailer song bothering me. As long yeah. as you tell me what song that is, so I can go fucking find it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, there like the, there were some uh, songs in the trailer that made the scene really cool that didn't happen in the movie cuz I was waiting for it. I was like, "Oh, here's this. What the fuck is this song? This wasn't this wasn't the song that was in the trailer." And I was like, I like Damn to it.
2: put an example of uh, Clash of the Titans the remake. Mm-hmm. They had a song in the trailer that was a fucking banger and wasn't in the movie at all. So I had to go fucking find it. <laughs> uh, but it's like Fast Friends by Bring Me The Horizon in case anyone's wondering in particular.
0: So I would give... I'll tell you this one thing that kind of annoys me. I do not like Optimus Prime without his mouth shield because I do not like looking him. <laughs>
2: yep, that's, that's been happening for... Yeah, I know. How just, long now?
0: Yeah, I like him when he has years? the mouth shield. I like that. That's just. I agree, uh, but it's
2: still Peter Cullen, so it's fucking okay.
0: Yeah. Um. For me, I'm going to give it like a 2.5. It was just meh. Just a meh. We'll see if I can see it this week and uh,
2: argue with you or not.
0: Yeah, it was just meh. Mizzy?
1: That's all I got.
2: Yeah, she's enjoying it too. I, this morning, you know, barely not even 12 hours ago, watched Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1.
0: Oh, I didn't know it was a second part. Didn't
2: yeah, there's it was gonna second be a second part. it's going to be the second part. I think it's going to be the last Mission Impossible movie because, let's be honest, Tom Cruise is getting a little for these stunts.
0: Oh, yeah. And he does but his own. Tell you.
2: They waited till the end to do the signature stunt that I'm sure you've seen on the internet. Mm-hmm. Man, that fucking stunt. I, I am impressed with his dedication to that.
0: Yeah, I think he had to do it quite a few times.
2: Yes, there's a, there's a video of him doing it many, many times, but I enjoyed this. It brought back a lot of the old characters. It, it's a long one. It feel, It's like about three hours long, maybe two and a half, 245, something like that. Depends on how long the trailer's were. I lose track. I really try not to bring out my phone during a movie, even if it's trailers, because I have fucking standards. Yep. Um, But I enjoyed the entirety of it. I like where it went. Um, The world story is good. I feel like everyone plays a character well. Ving Rhames is fucking on point. (laughs) Simon Pegg is enjoyable as hell. Tom Cruise is something easy not well. Rebecca Ferguson jumps into her character again. And then Haley Atwell is a new addition. She's great in it. Her and Tom Cruise have some great chemistry. I really, and then, uh, who is her name? Palm starts the K, who plays Mantis in Guardians Mm -hmm. of the Galaxy, is like the heavy for the fucking bad guy. And she's great. She brings good charisma to that role. She doesn't have a lot of lines or anything, but she has enough part. She's like, she fucking brought it for that. Then all the characters, they have a lot of minor characters running around and you like them all because they all react appropriately for the movie. You know, they're doing something and then like, like, oh, God, this shit that's crazy is going to happen. And they're like, well, we got to stop this shit no matter what our fucking stated goal was. Let's do the thing. And I love how it's react because like, you know, God, if you're chasing somebody and suddenly the shit changes and like, you're all going to die, you're going to help not die. Yeah. I love that. It was enjoyable as hell. Good stunts, good action. Um, glad I saw the scene in the big screen and a couple of the other ones. Um, you could probably wait to the small screen, but that one scene makes most of it worth it. It's, it's a good experience in the theater as long as you don't have a shitty theater. Uh, I'm going to give it half, just because it's kind of long, I had to pee through most of it. <laughs> Not say fair to the movie, but there's no real flaws in that movie. All the characters that come back are great, played well, a lot of Mission Impossible tropes. I mean I fucking love the series. I dare say, fuck you, Fast and the Furious, this is the best action movie franchise.
0: <laughs> a little bit more grounded in reality.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. And
2: it hurts me to say so, but yes. <laughs> this last one's a little out there, but it doesn't matter. And the whole series, like, they have one one movie that's a little under par. That's the second one. And I'll give it a pass. It's directed by fucking John Woo, and it went a little more action-y. One's its own thing. Fucking, it's a masterpiece in its own way for being just suspense and not a lot of violence. Then two is fucking the diametric opposite with John Woo and fucking mask pulls everywhere. It's a great watch. And then three on, you just it hits its perfect stride and you're just like, wow, fuck. I don't want to take this time. He's not watching, but to thank my buddy Petey, when he was working at Games Workshop, I barely knew the guy. He's like, here, let me let you loan you Mission Impossible 3 because you haven't seen it. That was a great thing to do with someone you barely know. And fucking, it was great because that movie's great and, and made me watch everyone since then. In the theater. Fucking worth it. Everyone. Gonna revise it zero,
0: <laughs>
2: not their fault. I had to pee halfway through, okay, not halfway through, a third of the way through, maybe <laughs> a quarter of the way through. I had to pee a lot.
0: Um, so Dragon Prince uh came out, which is a Netflix cartoon series, mm-hmm. uh, which is actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, last season was a very meh season, um. And there was just some writing issues, some animation issues. But this season, they jumped it up. Okay. Uh, The animation got better. Uh, The art was much better. Um, And the animation was much smoother. The writing, and they got back to what made Dragon Prince good. And what made Dragon Prince fun. Um, They were still serious and where they needed to be serious, but they were also funny when it needed to be funny um and it was really really good this season uh i really enjoyed it i love dragon prince because it's got it's got good characters good story uh things in it that make things great um i own the rpg and at one point i may run the rpg based on the world um but i was very happy with this season um this season gives i give it a one um uh, I, I'm looking forward to the rest of the series because they got funded through the entire story. So they're like, we, we, we're we funded. We're ready to go, etc. Cetera, et cetera, May have to wait because of the writer's strike, but... Uh, I love
2: that. I love it when someone gets to tell their story.
0: Yeah, and they're like, we're funded to the end. And,
2: um, and hats off to, was it Netflix, for letting them tell their whole story. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't want, like, the, the whole... Uh, you can see Babylon 5 where you had to compress two seasons into one and then suddenly got a fifth season out of the person and it was a little weird. Yeah. You, know, you want to, be able to tell your whole story in one place with no worries.
0: But, I mean, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad that uh, they're getting it done. I'm glad that they told a good story. They cleaned up from last season because last season I was not happy with. This season was a whole lot better um, and a lot more fun lot more interesting, so give it about a one, because there, there were some things, but it was not bad at all. Cool. Uh, speaking of
2: Babylon 5, there's uh, the animated movie they made is coming out soon, and as soon as it does, I will have it in my hands, and I will watch it and review it. Sweet. And on that note, uh, I'm going to the movies pretty frequently on Sundays, so if you guys have a movie that's in the theater and you really want me to see and review it, let me know. This time I'm, I'm kind of... Torn between Barbie Oppenheimer and Turtles for next Sunday.
0: No. I don't personally
2: need to see Oppenheimer in the theater. I feel like that's fine on big screen. I know people will be like, but the explosion... I don't care. It's a fucking biopic. I'll be fine on that.
0: Yeah. So, If you have
2: any opinions, hit me up on the Discord and let me know.
0: Yep, because we do
2: have a movie section.
0: Yep. Uh, movie and TV, by the way. And talk about and TV... Honestly,
2: yeah, Gonzo might review some things in there because he watches too much fucking shit.
0: <laughs> Talk about TV, I finished Secret Invasion. My condolences. It, yeah, this is the worst <laughs> Marvel It's reviewed series. the worst. It is the worst.
2: I, I've heard some of spoilers. It doesn't sound terrible, but it sounds like it men.
0: Yeah, it was It was below men. It was like, fuck, this was not good, guys. This was the bad. one
2: twist, everyone's like, "Where does it fit in?" Because it affects everything, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's why you don't do revisionist twists like this shit."
0: Yeah, it was we'll not good. Spoiler
2: for anyone who's going to watch it. If you want to spoil it, message me directly on, on Discord, and I'll let you know, and, and we can talk about it.
0: Yeah, this was not good. I was very disappointed because I like, I, I I like, I like uh, the actors.
2: Yeah, I want to watch fucking Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn go, but. Give them better material.
0: Yeah. And it's not what it should have been.
2: Also, the first episode when they kill somebody, I was a little disappointed with that shit.
0: Yeah. I'm just like, eh, yeah, like, they could have done a lot better. Sake, yeah. It was not
2: good. I, I, I feel like they don't know what they're doing since Endgame, really. Yeah. There's been some solid ones. Shang-Chi's great. Like, I don't hate any of the movies, but I feel like they don't really know what they're doing.
0: No, they no How do you no level up? Through.
2: I feel like they're better off, rather than trying to level up with this whole multiverse... Bullshit that's probably going to go away because the actor who plays Kang apparently is not bueno. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they've been better off doing like the Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. Here's a bunch of smaller stories building back up, and then maybe we got some limiting. This would have been a great big ending for shit. Like, oh, hey, why are people acting a little weird in this? Why is there some weird stuff going on in Falcon and Winter Soldier and in this and this and this?
0: Yeah, it it, it was not worth it. They, they, that was a complete waste of money and time. They could have done it a whole lot better. So
2: it's funny that I feel I still feel, and I know people love Loki. I also love Loki. I still think it's the third best Marvel series, as far as on the on Disney Plus. I thought Falcon Winter Soldier and Hawkeye were more enjoyable overall. I'm interested in what Loki brings. I did not enjoy them. I just thought it was not quite as good as an overall story. But that's probably because it's left as a cliffhanger. That yeah. I'm still waiting to fucking see what the end is. <laughs> 100%. But I'm glad that they have this cliffhanger because now they can change the ending to fit wherever where they're going.
0: Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Hey guys, um, that's our show. It is now eight thirty. We appreciate everybody that comes out and listens. We appreciate everybody that listens to us on other platforms because we're on mm-hmm. every single platform. Um, like I said, at the beginning of the show, we are going to have some changes. They're all for the better. Um, there's going to be some cool stuff. You'll see some picture changing some other things going on. We'll manipulate a bunch of stuff. Um, but next week we will have nerd on it. She will be our third from here on out. Um, we're going to send y'all off to Aggie law girl. Uh, Aggie. she is doing some mech warrior online. She's doing
2: some event queue.
0: So stick around. If you haven't, uh, seen her, make sure you go over there and give her a shout out. And say uh, John said, hey, and follow her. Yep, if but you can. As He's usual, guys, if you see something, say something. If you hear something, say something. something. <laughs> if you can do something, do something. If you can't, find someone that will. But for More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John.
1: I'm Captain Mizzy.
0: Good night.
2: She's got the puffer pants, it looks like. She let you to bring, treat her dog once per stream, though, which is probably smart.
1: That, that's fair, yeah.
0: And make sure I spelt it right. Make sure you hit yeah. that follow and that raid, people. Raid.